Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier. I am here with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good evening to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Going fantastic, my friend. We are deep in the weeds of creating customized plans for the Fasting for Life experience. Well, I should say you. You're deep in the weeds of creating customized plans. I think you're in the weeds, too. We're hacking it down with machetes out here in the jungle, I think. Yeah, the the jungle of of fasting content. All right, that's enough of that. So um, the event registration has closed um, and the early bird registration, excuse me, has closed. So the event starts the 12th. So this Friday, uh, we're going to be dropping our first video training in our private Facebook group. So we're really excited about this. We've been working on this for months. Um, But really tonight, we wanted to dive into some some threads of consistency that we're seeing uh, in building those customized plans. And for everybody out there listening, going, oh, great, they're talking about the, the uh, program or the challenge that I'm not a part of. <laughs> this, the plans that we're creating are going to be available to everyone. Um, this is kind of like, I don't want to say it's, it's the beta because we've been testing and, and putting together customized plans. Hell, you did this for me and put together my customized plan that got me the results I've gotten that mm-hmm. got me here. So we've been doing the customized plans forever, but now we're figuring out how to actually do it uh, more efficiently and um, really give everyone the support that they need for the, for the success that they're looking for. So yeah. um, we're going through, we're taking everybody through this live experience, which is 28 days, but this is going to be available to everybody coming in the near future. Um, so tonight's episode is not going to be about that, but what it's going to be about is some of the threads that we've seen um, in terms of consistent responses to the questions that we've been asking. So we ask questions about, you know, what your goals are, what's your experience, what's your results so far, uh, you know, try to get a, a good idea of how we can make this plan work long-term. And that's mm-hmm. where we really kind of stand out in terms of the fasting for life method um, and why it works so well is that customization. So we want to go through those, those uh, consistent threads that we see and just kind of talk about them because um, if, if we have a sample size of 15 or 20 people, I'm not sure. I think we're almost up to 20 people in the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and all the people that we've, you know, helped up until this point. Um, yeah, th- th- they're pretty glaring that it's the same things that people are dealing with. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so many common threads, histories with yo-yo dieting, histories with going up and down histories with, um, you know, having a little bit of success here and there and then seeing it creep back up. Just um, just a few common threads that, you know, surprisingly kind of um, encompass most people that will, you know, end up taking an interest in this subject. Yeah, one of the, one of the cool things about fasting is, is it's like, it's, it's a intermittent fasting, excuse me, IF, is it's very commonly recognized, right? Like a lot of people have heard about it, but not really sure what it is or how to do it, right? So there's a lot of information out there 
And the results that we get with people, it's really based on that customization of making sure that the plan fits into your life. So one of the, one of the ways that you can start fasting, intermittent, OMAD, alternate day, 5-2, um, I mean, warrior, warrior, right? Strong fast, water fast, right? There's all these different things. One of the ones that's pretty common is called an ADF or an alternate day fast. And what we've noticed is that people that alternate day fast don't tend to see, and I'm not saying there isn't someone out there that has had tremendous results with it, losing 30 out of the 60 pounds that they have to lose. Mm -hmm. But the alternate day fasting kind of sets you up for a couple of, um, hiccups or a couple of speed bumps in terms of getting long-term results um, in the fact that alternate day literally means you don't eat one day and then you eat the next. Yeah. And um, most people will take that and basically eat whatever they want the next day. Not necessarily, well, hopefully not necessarily indulgent the next day, but um, not necessarily controlling eating windows might not be controlling calories or carbohydrates or you know, it might just be kind of a, an open eating window and that would be kind of your worst case scenario. Um, best case scenario would be um, a little bit more controlled, but uh, most people are, are very strict, you know, one day doing a full, you know, 24 hours, however the, uh, the meal timing works out. And then the very next day, just usually eating three meals, maybe plus snacks, kind of, you know, back to old habits, back to, you know, cultural norms, that kind of thing. Um, and there's a, it's very easy to undo what you did the previous day like that. Now, if you've got enough, you know, weight to lose, like myself, you know, 50 pounds, um, still got a little bit more to go. We'll talk about that in a different episode. And um, with alternate day, you'll get, you know, you'll get some results. But really, it's the, it's the, it's the consistent timing of the break in between food that does it. So on a 24-hour fast, the following day, um, if, if you have those old, uh, indulgences or those old habits, then you're going to potentially overeat or eat more because it's like, oh yeah, today's my eating day, right? Just like mm -hmm. when people work out to be fit or to lose weight, but then the research shows that you have a two to 500 calorie increase in the meal post working out. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, hold yeah, you worked on. up an appetite, right? You worked up an appetite. So the calories in calories out model we'll talk about in a minute. But so if you're doing more of a consistent intermittent fast day to day, which is, you know, the, the 16, eight window, or we recommend even getting more restrictive where you do a one meal a day, if you've got a considerable amount of weight to lose or disease to reverse, um, you don't have that, uh, the luxury. Um, yeah. You, you don't have that like almost ability to just enjoy that entire day off and kind of undo what you just did. When you do one meal a day, it's really mm -hmm. hard to consume an entire day's worth of stuff day after day to undo what you just did through that 24 hours. Right. You almost have to be, you almost have to be deliberately trying to undo, you know, a whole day's worth of fasting in one meal. Um, and, you know, you, you can do it, you know, on a holiday or a celebration or something like that. It, it you know, it, it might happen where you would be kind of net neutral. Um, but in, in most cases, especially with a little bit of, um, deliberation, um, a little bit of planning for what you're going to eat during that one meal, um, you can easily maintain a, a really good calorie deficit, a really long period of time where your insulin levels got very, very low, 
um, during those, you know, nearly 24 hours um, before you, you brought anything in, any calories in and got your insulin levels back up again. So if you're going to do alternate day, the recommendation would be be really mindful of what you're taking in. And, and I'm not a proponent of tracking and weighing every little thing that goes in your body, but it is easy to blow through 3000 calories in a full day of eating. If you haven't eaten the day before mm-hmm. I've done it um, with against your guidance, Tommy. But um, <laughs> so if you guys don't know the story of how I got into fasting, Tommy was a key component of that. Um, Cause not everybody is going to be joining us, you know, this far along on the journey. Uh, we're going on six months of, of starting the the podcast. So I always try to remember that now too, is like, man, we just keep talking about stuff and, you know, going over research and new things and programs and, you know, uh, things we, you know, see as people that struggling with and try to provide solutions and answers and value. And I forget that a lot of people might not know. Um, but yeah, I I did. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like go back, listen to the, the, uh, the original episodes. Hopefully I think we're a lot better now than we were then. Like we just, we just decided to step up and, uh, you know, spread, spread the important news that like, there's a lot of people out there that were in the same place that we were in. So with alternate day, yeah. it's just like, don't do what I did, which was just feel like you have a, a get out of jail free card. Like make sure you're consistent, you know, use an app, like track the basis of what you're consuming. And you know, in the beginning, you'll probably lose some of the weight, but when you plateau, that's when you really need to pay attention and be a little bit more strict on the alternate day. Yeah. Because, um, you know, your body has different set points. Those set points are based on where your insulin, where your, your basal insulin needs are, how, how sensitive or resistant are you? Um, so there's, you know, wherever you're starting from, that's always going to be the easiest point. That's always going to be the, the point where you can, you can, um, make progress the fastest. Um, so it's always going to slow a bit from there. And that's why, you know, we get really strategic, you know, coming towards the end, um, you know, reaching that, that maintenance spot, the, the end, you know, right before the finish line. Hey, y'all wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code, uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, Uh, My little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He's our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times, rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing And the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors, and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money, and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. 
They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTING for life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the fasting for life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in and now back to today's episode. Yeah. And it's usually those last few pounds too. We've had really good success with some people with that too. Um, and I think a lot of this just goes back to the mindset. And this is something else that we heard in the feedback um, from the quizzes that we're putting out to build those customized plans is that the mindset of like the whole calories in calories out, like it's hard to break that, like the 10,000 mm-hmm. steps a day. We did a whole episode on that. I don't remember which one it was. Um, but you know, where there's really not a lot of science to back up the benefit from a health perspective. Like this isn't just about losing weight when we're talking about fasting, like the fasting for life concept and idea was like, well, this is how to regain control and get your health back, right? The weight loss is like a, Mm -hmm. almost like a side benefit, but it's like, (laughs) you know, the cause and, and, and the effect all in one. Um, so that old mindset of calories in calories out is just really hard to break for some people. Um, and, I know for me, I just needed to like put eventually just put down the app, like the the tracking app and just stay consistent. Put it down. Just walk away from it. Walk away. Right. That old, I'm going to burn. You, you tell the story right about the elliptical. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to hop on the elliptical, just another 20, 30 minutes, maybe another hour, hour and a half, especially if, you know, I had had pizza the previous night or something like that. Like, I'll I'll just go, I'll just go burn it off. And then I just kind of watch the numbers tick up on the treadmill. Um, you know, but I, I didn't see them tick down, um, on the scale necessarily. So it, it's, it's not, it's not equally yoked, you know, you can't, um, you can't just undo one with the other, especially when you have insulin, uh, resistance like that and you're eating all throughout the day. It just, it, the math just doesn't work out. The physiology doesn't work out even if the math does. Yeah. You, you're not getting enough time in between the, the insulin spike and, the interesting thing too is that, you know, a lot with technology, you get more data, right? But a lot of the technology has been shown, the ones that track the calories burned during a workout mm-hmm. to be anywhere from like, I don't remember, but we did it. We pulled a couple of research articles on this and dove into that in previous episodes. And I almost sound like a broken record, but it was like way off, like 30 mm-hmm. to like 70% or something just crazy where it was an overestimation of what the body actually did. So um, if we, one of the, the principles that we live on is, you know, keep it simple, like simplicity, simplify, 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 because then that makes it easy to stick to, um, you know, which is more difficult with your restrictive omitive type diet plans. Like I don't even like using that word. Um, yeah, they have to be complex. Yeah, right. Right. The calorie and calorie out model is, is more complex than those things are taking, uh, 
are, are accounting for. So let's just simplify the equation, right? Like I'm not a big math person. Um, as you know, before this episode, we were talking about some math and I literally had to like write it out. Like I'm not a big math guy, but let's just simplify it where um, staying consistent over time, um, you'll see the results. So alternate day, really just be careful with the, um, you know, the ability on that second day to kind of go overboard. If you've kind of plateaued, uh, shoot us a question. We can kind of dive in a little bit more and help you guide, guide you through that. Um, but really just breaking that old mindset is, is probably the biggest thing. Yeah. And the alternate day, I mean, we're hearing more and more about it. It, it seems to be a really, really popular approach because I, I think, um, you know, it, it's, it's simple and it doesn't always restrict. So you have that one day and especially if you're, if you're taking it without any restrictions that you're, it's just an open eating window, then that sounds nice. But you know, you, you can kind of rubber band yo-yo back and forth between mm -hmm a really, really good 24 hour period. And then, you know, just a completely undoing 24 hour period. And, um, you know, over time, you're just kind of hovering around the midline, not making any, any progress one way or another. Yeah. Right. So those are the, the few things we want to talk about, uh, in regards to kind of like the, the consistency that we're seeing. And, and to be honest, you know, ADF alternate day, um, it's something that we've been seeing more recently. So I'm sure if we dive in and, you know, like, like I love to do is go get in nitty gritty in the research and what are the outcomes of the studies. But honestly, let's, again, just, let's just keep it simple. Um, doing one meal a day over long periods of time, more consistent, and it decreases the chance of, you know, uh, being able to erase the benefit of the previous time period, right? We got to keep that timing. The timing mm -hmm. is the key. Um, so if you're doing ADF, just some food for thought. I guess that's a really interesting way to put it. Um, but for tonight's uh, episode, Tommy, what do you think is a good action step uh, for well, people to be able to kind of move on from this? Or if you've got some final things you want to? Yeah, I, I think I think an action step. Um, so if you if you're doing ADF alternate day fasting right now, and it's really working within your schedule, but you haven't been seeing the results that you've wanted to, um, then I encourage you go on your eating day and really hone in because uh, what, what we see as the most common misconception when people are starting to fast is that they, they kind of need to make up for those lost calories because they're still worried about that boogeyman slowing their metabolism down. Right. So, so they're, they're almost wanting to undo that, that previous fasted day so that they, they don't have to worry about their metabolism. Well, that, that's not going to be a concern. So on the day that you're eating, um, if, if you like how ADF uh, goes into your schedule, then control that eating day. So shrink the eating window. Um, you could do one meal a day on that, on that day, or you could do maybe a two or three hour eating window. So if you haven't been seeing the results, then, then shrink it down, tighten it up. Um, and then you'll probably see some momentum, uh, go from there. And I love that you just removed the tracking portion of this. So thank you for, as always, landing the plane and simplifying it, um, is if you're not seeing the results, then shrink the window, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Extend that, the time. That's just yeah. so simple. Yeah. That's, that's always, that's always the key. So yep. no matter if you're doing ADF or not, that that's a great action step for you. Yep. Love it. Love it. All right. Um, appreciate y'all for listening. Um, if you have not yet go to our website, www.thefastingforlife.com. Click on the um, button that says download the fast start guide. 
And then that will get you um, our six steps to putting fasting into your day-to-day -to -day. today. That comes with a free mini masterclass. So it's 20 minutes of deep dive uh, video trainings where you get a login. You can go and use that with the Fast Start Guide to get going today. Um, one of the things we've been saying a lot recently is the quicker you get a win, the easier it gets. So if you've been thinking about it, you've been on the fence, go to the website, download the Fast Start Guide. Give us a shout out if you have any questions. And uh, Tommy, thank you, sir. Thank you, Scott. See ya. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day -day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.